The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that everyone who has been celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah has had a wonderful, happy holidays. And New Year's is soon. This is our final episode of 2022, which seems kind of crazy. This year flew by, at least for me. I know I had a very eventful year with getting married, going on a honeymoon, buying a house, selling a house. There's been so much going on. And I know it's been an eventful year for you guys as well. I wanted our final episode of 2022 to be something inspiring and motivating. And when I was planning this episode, I knew exactly who I wanted to reach out to. I have a very special guest with me, Linda, who is one of our amazing Missing Link members. Linda has used every mobility aid, ranging from a wheelchair, walking sticks, crutches, rollator, and while I don't want to spoil too much of her story, she has seen amazing results from staying consistent at her Missing Link exercises. You're going to find Linda's story so inspiring and motivating. On this episode, Linda shares about her journey with MS and how she's been able to transition from using a wheelchair to walking independently, re-engaging with her community, and even dancing on the dance floor at a family wedding. Linda, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm honored to be here and so glad that you asked. It's great to be here with you. Of course. I'm so excited for our listeners to hear your story. I think that everything that you've gone through is so relatable, but also so inspiring. Just your attitude towards everything and the effort that you've put in towards maintaining your independence and confidence and engaging in your community. So really excited to dive into that. But before we do, can I ask you a question from my interview deck to help our listeners get to know you better? Sure thing. All right. I'm going to shuffle. Your question is, if you had to lose one of your five senses, which one would you give up? Uh, I go back and forth actually between hearing and and vision. I think maybe hearing. Yeah. That's a tough question. How did you choose hearing? What makes you say that? Well, I do. It's a, it is a tough choice because I realize how much I cue in on hearing but I think my sense of sight if it was all dark I just I think that would be the worst of all so I think of all the ones I think I might be able to adapt better with the losing some hearing versus vision or touch or taste things like that so this would just be awful the people with COVID who have lost their taste and can't get their taste back be like whoa 
what's the point? So that yeah. Horrible, so. Oh my gosh. My aunt, uh, one of my aunts got COVID and for about a year, she lost her taste. So it, it just came back a few months ago for her. She'll have a good Christmas, a much yes. better Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So let's just dive right in. I would love for our listeners to get to know a little bit about what you were going through prior to the missing link. So can you explain a bit about what your day-to-day life looked like, what your mobility was like, and just lead us up to that point? Well, the few years I had with the MS before I really discovered you, I was having a gradual progression of weakness in my left leg. So I went from a cane to an AFO to two canes. And then I went to see a physical therapist because then I was hurting my wrists with the two canes. She wouldn't let me leave with the cane. She said, it's time for a walker. So I, I went from the canes to the walker, but I still was having so much trouble with the walker. So I tried crutches. So that period of time before you, I really was just bouncing around. I really didn't have any guidance. I would catch up with physical therapy every now and then, but they didn't really have any answers. They try to deal with some of the problems that came along. And, and really I, it was crutches. It was Walker, sometimes a wheelchair. I, out of my stubbornness, really was determined to still stay as involved and engaged, like cooking in the kitchen and doing whatever I could. We found, we interviewed somebody about getting ramps to just make it easier to get in and out of the house. And the one fellow that came, and of course they would be ADA, it was like $6,000. So Kathy, my wife, went on Amazon and found two ramps that could get me in from the garage to the back door and into the house for $500. So with Kathy's help and my stubbornness and just desire to want to stay involved in as much as I could, we found ways. And then even when I was with the crutches and like carrying things around the house, because with crutches, you can't. And Kathy found this rolling cart. So I would put stuff on the cart and just bump it along with the crutches. So with Kathy's ingenuity at Amazon, <laughs> we, you know, I, I really did work hard to stay as active and engaged as possible. So for two questions for you. First question, how many years have you been diagnosed with MS? And second question, with all this bouncing around of different mobility aids, how long was that time frame? Was that a few months, a few it was years? A, it went pretty, it was within a year that I, it, it moved pretty fast. 2018, in May of 2018, I, I noticed my foot was flopping. And, and the year before I had had a, a minor back surgery because of a herniated disc. And I just assumed, oh, it's a, I'll go back to the orthopedic doctor. He'll fix my back. I'll be fine. And that's when they said, oh no, it's not that it's higher up. It's, you've got to go for more testing. So, but within that first year, actually probably within six months, I went from the cane, one cane to the two canes to a walker. 
Wow. Okay. And you'd mentioned physical therapy. So can you explain what you have tried before, including physical therapy to help you overcome your foot flopping and the walking and the struggles that you were having? What, what's interesting. And as I look back with the physical therapists, they were all really good. They knew their stuff, but they never really did address the foot drop. It was just, you need an AFO. They didn't really go there. It was more core strength and arm strength and uh, posture and maybe some help with using the walker or using the crutches. They took me so far, you know, with some basic exercises, which were all well and good because just knowing that then I would come home and do them, it always made a difference to me to know that I was doing something to try to at least stay as physically healthy as I could. I'd have to say the one thing separate from the actual PT that has probably been the most beneficial was that summer that I was diagnosed. Because Kathy and I had been big walkers and hikers and we just couldn't do that. We live in a townhome community with a pool and someone recommended well, get in the pool. And at first I thought, Ugh, I'm not a big pool person, but she said, try it, just get in the pool and try. So we, we both started. So that would have been the summer of 2018. And we, we've gone almost every day ever since then. Wow. And I, I do believe that that was one of the most key ingredients was getting in the water every day, whether we felt like it or not. And we each did our own set of exercises. And even though my left leg didn't do much, just getting in the pool and making myself do as much as I could, I think there is a healing property to the water and to that kind of movement. And I think that that's been probably the most constant thing. And especially during that time before I found you on, on social media. Yeah. And one thing that you've mentioned to me in the past too, is that you've gone to physical therapy and you really liked them. You, you did feel like they were educated, but you kept hitting a plateau or you felt like it got you to a certain point, but not any further improvements. Is that right? That's very, very true. And, and I've been trying to think about how to put it into words. And the one thing that came to me the other day is that they could handle some of the basic exercises. And, and I remember in particular, because one of my last episodes with the physical therapist, she was very helpful. But because I had hurt my wrist so much between the regular crutches and walker and the canes, I was trying these platform crutches and also still some more work with a walker. And she kept saying, don't hit your hip, take smaller steps, and, and don't hit your hip. She knew what I needed to do, but she wasn't really able to help me see, well, how do I do that? When I, I really could not pick my leg up from my hip. I, I, the only way to clear that leg was to hitch it up and swing it, you know, use my body to swing it. And I realized that was the difference because she could say she knew what I needed to be able to do, but she couldn't tell me how. And that's what your program does. I realized that you 
you know what we need to do, but then you also, you can give us the steps, you've given us the tools and the steps for actually know how to get there. Like with your functional exercise. It's so genius because any movement that we do, we can be broken down. And then it's like, well, yes, so I can work on these individual movements. And it's something way ages ago, I used to teach children with severe handicaps. And I thought, that's exactly what I did all day long. Why did I not even think about that for me? Yeah. But that was the difference with the physical therapy as helpful for, as they were to help me keep myself strong, good posture, all those things, and alleviate some of the aches and pains that I was having. The difference was to break things down and understand then what I could do to create what needed to be done. Yeah. I love hearing you say that because I am the type of person that loves knowing the why behind all things, like even exercise, you know, give me an exercise, but tell me why it matters. (laughs) Why is it important to me? And so, because I have that personality, I teach in that way too. And I think when you have MS, it's so important to know the why, because some of the exercises as you may be able to attest to are kind of boring. I don't know. You lift a leg, you bend your knee. And so if you don't know the why it can be easy to maybe skip that one today or do something different the next day. So I'm glad that that's one of the first things that you picked up on. It, it really is. It makes all the difference because I, 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 if you had a picture of me, I mean, I would do the X. Okay. Lift this, lift this, do this, be like, okay, fine. I did it but there was really no motivation towards it. But in following your program and understanding where your exercises are going and how you post, even on your Instagram reels, your little snippets of information, then it's almost like, it's like an aha moment. And then once I understand, then it's like, it makes total sense. Okay, I get it. I really want to do this now instead of just, uh, 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 you know? Yeah. And so can you talk to us a little bit about that time that you had a fall that led to you being in a wheelchair? Because if my timing is correct, I believe that was around the same time as when you found me and heard about the missing link. I, I, it was close to that time. I had found you just before that the fall was a terrible period. I, I think in my anxiousness and desire to move, keep up with everybody when, when I was trying to walk. I probably, well, I know I did myself no good because instead of just focusing on what I could do with the walker and stay safe, I kept going back to crutches. So I was using these platform crutches, which saved my wrists somewhat, but I really was very unstable in them. And Kathy and I were walking the dog one night and we got tangled up and I went down and broke my leg. And um, the, the doctor, the orthopedic doctor just said, you're no, you, you cannot even try to stand up or ambulate till the leg has healed. So then me in my pigheadedness, since I was limited to the wheelchair only, I overdid in the wheelchair and I really, really hurt my elbow. When anytime anybody says now like a tendon strain, I'm like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, I strained something. It was very, very bad. 
And it was a lot, it was several months because I was in the cast for almost three months. And then that arm problem took even longer to really heal. And I was so thankful for, for your post, because even though I couldn't do a lot, I could do some. And I kept your post. One of the things too, with your, just the way you handle your Instagram reels or your Facebook or your emails you provide such a positive input and a reminder that there may be some down days, but there's still little things that we can do, like even the little core exercises, you know, just those kind of things. So, in fact, I would look forward. I still do. Any day, any reel that you have, I look forward to it. It's like, okay, Dr. Christian's on. And then the world feels a little bit better. Like I have some information. I can work with that information today. And that really carried me through that period. And so I'm very thankful. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that. And what made you decide to take the leap of faith and sign up for the missing link? Cause there are also other programs out there. Why did you decide to take this step? Well, having followed you and, and watching your posts and listening to you and your, and your emails and the podcast, Once I got out of that wheelchair about, it was about six months after that, I was still, I tried another kind of walker, but then you had a post. It was just one of your little reels on Instagram about engaging your core, but expanding not just the core, because at least for me, so much of me, when I think of core, I think of my stomach, but you made a comment about engaging your hips, your glute, your glutes. And engaging them, and also a post about the importance of posture and engaging all that core when you're standing. And something just clicked. And I felt uh, the aha moment. Oh, I see what I need to do. And from that point on, as I followed your, your online post and was trying different things and following what you all the different things you posted, I started seeing improvement just on my own and following you on social media. But then we had the chance to have that a one-on-one conference on Zoom. And I was listening to you. And even on the questions that I threw out to you, you had so much knowledge and understanding and and could help me see the why and what I can do. And I realized, oh, I really need to go deeper. And I really need to go ahead and and start on the full Missing Link program. And when I started, I'm so glad I did, because when I started that, then I even started to see more and more improvements. So... I'm I'm so glad to hear that. Can you explain from your point of view, because I'm sure there's lots of people wondering this because I do post, as you mentioned on Instagram and Facebook, YouTube, in your opinion, what is the difference between the type of content that I post on, you know, for example, Instagram reels versus the type of content that's in the missing link that's in the program? Well, I see your, your social media post as a combination of One, a very hopeful presence that you present to us. Your your social media presence is just genius. How and and I also really appreciate how your what you post is short and sweet. Because I have felt 
as I've gotten older, a bit of adult onset ADD, and I need things short and sweet, or you're just going to lose me. But you, you have a perfect sense of timing. And also, like you said earlier, the why and adding that why. So, so that social media presence presents a lot that I like for me is that first handhold. When, when I got in on your missing link program, the depth and the knowledge that you present is so well done and so helpful that it can take anybody just so much deeper into understanding the how and the why. Hey guys, it's me again. I just wanted to chime in for a second in case you are listening to this wondering what the heck is the missing link and what are they talking about? I will put a link in the show notes where you can watch a behind the scenes video so you can see exactly what it is. And there's also a link there where you can scroll through and see what is included in the program. It's designed to help people with MS improve your function throughout your day-to-day life. Things like walking better, climbing stairs, getting in and out of your car. More importantly, feeling more confident in your day-to-day life. All right, let's dive back in. It is amazing from your yoga videos to the dance videos, to the exercise videos, to your calendars and and how you organize them. Because I remember at first when I started, I thought, well, I have to do them all now. And I thought, just calm down. And Dr. Gritchen says, do this this week, do these another week. And and when I I spread them all out and I thought, oh, I see what you're doing. It's all good. I can do this. So the the social media presence really can offer a lot because, I mean, I still, I, I bet a lot of all of us out there really count on your social media presence. But the the depth of the Missing League program just provides so much more to understanding how and what we can do on a daily basis. Yeah. Awesome. I I love hearing that. And that is true. One big difference uh, from my perspective as well is that guidance where you are told which exercises to do each day and you're given that additional resource. So Again, I have the personality where I need to be told what to do (laughs) each day rather than Hey, here's all these tips and here's all these exercises. So it's definitely geared more towards knowing exactly what to do. You also have, I really like your index too. Like if, if one week I'm feeling a certain, like say low back pain or whatever it might be, you know, that you have another way of getting to the exercises and things that can help. It it is a remarkable program in all respects, just the depth of the exercises that you have presented there and how you have it organized so that we can get to, but then also we can email you, which is lovely. It is a tremendously well thought out and implemented program. Awesome. I'm glad to hear you like the index. I had a lot of fun making that because up until then, there were lots of exercises in the program, including the calendars that told you what to do. But I found that I kept receiving questions from missing link members like, my knees are kissing inward. What do I do for that? What exercises in this program can help me? Or I'm looking to improve my standing endurance. What can I do? Or stair climbing is hard. What can I do? And my first thought was, well, that's strange that they're asking me because the exercises are already in the program, but it wasn't listed in that way. So that's what the index does is it tells you, you know, what's the symptom that you're having or the goal that you're working towards. And then it links 
exactly which exercises to do for that symptom or goal. Which is brilliant because, you know, as we're looking at your exercises, we can do all those, but oftentimes then when a certain issue comes up, our brains go to that issue, but then we just don't know, okay, what are all the pieces that, that help with that? So it is a great system. The other thing too, is all that you present through your Facebook chat and your, you have your exercise classes and the group check-in when you get everybody on is it's so nice. Like the other day I had a question, you said post it for the group. Cause I've been sitting out here thinking, Oh, it's only me. I'm so embarrassed. I have this problem. And you came back and said, well, just post it. Cause I think a lot of people have this issue. So it is an incredible, it is um, a change of perspective and, and quite a, a relief and encouraging moment when you're part of that group and recognizing everybody you've brought all these people together and everyone's working towards the you know their own goals but basically the same thing to have the best health and engagement in our lives as we can and that's a that's a wonderful community yeah i know we just hit our four-year anniversary and i agree with you over these four years we've created this supportive missing link community that is truly that is just supportive. You can ask questions. People share their wins. Someone recently shared a, actually I think it was a video, not a photo of her at the Elton John concert. And we all like celebrated her. Yeah. So, and that actually brings me to my next question for you, which is, can you share some of the ways that you've noticed improvements? And because I've talked to you already, I know a lot of them and I love how they're so diverse. You know, you have some very specific ones with your mobility, but it also extends beyond that to your community. So can you explain from doing these missing link exercises and consistent participation, what have you noticed in your symptoms, in your mobility, all that good stuff? Uh, mobility is so much improved that, that I can walk without a cane, which is so lovely. And, and one thing I do want to say is I recognize that so many people have so many different impacts from MS. And I know not everybody might be able to get to this point. I'm very conscious of that. But I, I do feel it's always a win it, it, when we can do your program and your exercises and follow your posts. Because anything we can do makes a difference. And, and for me... What I was able to do made a huge difference for me, thanks to your program. So I am able to walk. I am still working on a number of things with my walk because there are there's still some weakness and things I have to pay really pay attention to. So I'm thankful for your program. I used to have to completely lift my leg and and I don't have to now. That was another thing you put. You had a post about that once that actually you have it multiple times with before you do something, think it, don't just help your leg or whatever it is to do it. Think it first, try it. And so I learned to stop myself because it was such a habit too, to just lift my leg to get in and out of the car. And so I would, okay, wait, Dr. Gretchen says, stop, think about it, try it. And I started to get little movements and, and now it's progressed to where I can just 
get it in the car. It's lovely. Yeah. And that's huge. I, I work with so many clients who use their arms to lift their legs in lots of different situations, but especially getting into and out of the car. And I, I, hope that you have taken the time to really celebrate that because that's a huge deal to have enough strength in your hip flexors where you don't have to use your arms. And that same strength carries over to walking, stair climbing, you know, to so many other day-to-day movements. So that's amazing. What, what else? I, I kind of stopped um, you halfway. Uh, I, I was, we had our family wedding recently and, um, I, I am not a pretty dancer, but I was able to get out on the dance floor and actually, you know, who got me out on the dance floor was our three-year-old granddaughter. She came running, the girls were dancing and she came running with her arms wide open and she said, Mima dance. And I had a moment of, Oh, but we did. And she twirled and twirled and then Kathy and I could dance. And I was able to dance with Kathy's children, her, her, her adult son, Jonathan and Andrea, and we all were able to dance. It was just oh a my lovely, lovely moment. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing that's been happening is with having in such improved mobility, and even when I was struggling with mobility, it was so important for me to stay engaged and with our friends and our community, with our groups, with our church, and civically, whatever it might be, letters, phone calls, getting out, whatever it might be. But one big thing is um, with being able to stand on my own now and walk is I joined the bell choir at church. So I'm ringing the bells with the bell choir. That's amazing. It's also an- another quite quite lovely experience that that I just... All those years that, you know, I loved listening and all kept saying, I wish I could do that. And I could have done it even with the walker, but there was just something holding me back. And and now it just, it, it was a right time to be able to do it. You know, one thing that I love about everything that you're saying about these goals that you've met, and of course you're still working on other goals and working towards those, but I love how much of an impact this has played in your life. My main goal for all of my missing link members and all of my clients is that yes, you get stronger and yes, you can walk better and you can improve these symptoms. Foot drop is better, but those things are improved so that you can participate in life. You can try new things, but whatever age you are, and you are doing exactly that. You know, you're engaging more in your church and your community, even just dancing on the dance or like actually enjoying life. Like that's what it's all about. And, you know, even when we do struggle with some of those physical components, sometimes it's harder than others, but there's still ways to engage. And I do think that your program and your posts really help remind us that there's ways that we still can engage that matter to us, whether it's learning something new or trying your exercises or just, I mean, whatever it might be for anybody. So there's always these things, but you're right. It is a such a huge impact to have my walking back. And what's been awfully fun is our townhome community you know, even when I was with the walker or the wheelchair, I would get out every day and we'd take walks and I'd walk our dog. So the neighborhood has kind of seen me through the highs and the lows. And, and now 
even people that I haven't even met, they'll come up and they'll say, what have you done? Or what happened? So it's been lovely to be able to tell them, well, it's all Dr. Gretchen. So <laughs> I can't tell you how the mailman stopped me the other day. Yes, yesterday. He said, what, what have you done differently? I said, well, Dr. Gretchen. And then there's a nurse around the corner. She said, you have to give me her information because I will tell my patients. So I'm like, okay, you got it. So I dropped her information off. But that too has been lovely because I've met new neighbors and, and more people that I never even knew even saw me. And they're like, hey, look at you. Wow. It's lovely to be at that place and to be able to share how it's happened. Yeah. And that support and encouragement from people you didn't even know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not at all. There, there's wow. people that have just stopped all up and down the street. Yeah. One, one thing I do want to bring up, it's kind of a, I'm not sure if it fits with anything, but with regards to your program, your emails, you, you do some periodic emails that have to do, I think more along the lines of mental health. And I find those, I don't know where you get your stories and your information, but those are so helpful. And I even printed one that I I think it was from late 20, well, maybe 2020. I'm not sure when, but it was this story about the frog. Yes. The compound effect. The compound effect. And that was from years ago. I had sent it to my son because I thought at that time, oh, dude, you might really like this. And I looked at it again and I thought, this is everything I believe in. And I, and I know it's the reason you posted it is, is what you believe in that every little thing we do matters. And that over time, then instead of milk, we can churn it and create the butter or, or whipped cream or whatever it is. And even the smallest of changes or smallest of attempts to just feel like we are pushing back and taking some control of what we can do makes all the difference in the world. And I just, I love that story. Isn't it such a great story? I think it applies so much because so much of getting stronger and working towards our goals is of course the physical work that you have to put in, but it's also the mental work. You have to believe that you can do it. You have to trust neuroplasticity. And if your mind isn't in it, the physical results almost never show up. So it has to be built. I always felt when I was working mostly in person with my physical therapy clients, I always felt like I was a physical therapist and like a psychotherapist. Like we always talked about the mental approach too. That makes really makes all the difference. Cause I, I can remember it was around the time I had found you a little bit earlier and I understood your concept of neuroplasticity. But then one day my neurologist, he said, neuroplasticity, lift your leg, make it do it. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, okay, I hear you, but what? And Kathy even pushed back. She said, do you realize what you're saying? He said, yes, I do. But it, it is when you understand then the why, the how and the why. And I think that's where our regular physical therapists just can't quite get to the level of what you can do through your MS specialty, that it really, you can give us that understanding. Okay, here's what it is. Here's why I'm saying it. Here's how we get there. Here's the things you can do. And it, that works. Yeah. And I love your overall message of 
you know, never losing hope, just do something, do anything that you can and just do that each day, whatever you can. And, and over time you will notice those, those benefits. And those things that to me, that includes the physical plus a mental challenge, plus maybe some emotional health, uh, learning something new, calling someone, whatever it is that keeps us pushing, taking those steps and staying engaged. And like, I think on one of your signs, you have like empowerment, like empowered living. It's fair. That's very true. What you offer us is just these reminders that MS doesn't have to take control of us, that we can find ways to take control of it and find ways to push back. And beyond the MS issues, keep growing into the best people that we can be. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. And I, I would love if you could talk for a second about the MS Walk that you are hosting and fundraising for a scholarship for in March. Can you share some details about that? I'll be very glad to share details about that. Um, that when, when I was diagnosed with MS, we, we immediately joined the MS Society and did some of the MS Walks with our Wagmore team. And little did I know that just by putting things out on Facebook, I ended up being one of their top fundraisers. <laughs> wow. Now, we did the walk one year during COVID, but then the last year, we've missed a couple years now. And I thought, I haven't been sure which way I wanted to go, what, what spoke more to my heart, because I did want to do a walk again. And then I, I knew what I wanted was if we could provide do a walk that would raise money that would create a scholarship fund so that people who might not otherwise be able to access your full M missing link program could access it. And you graciously said, yes, I'll take on the extra work to create the webpage to make it happen. So what we're going to do in March, uh, I think it's going to have to be March 12th. We are going to start putting posts out in January. We're going to do a one mile walk for anybody anywhere wherever they are we'll do it here in little cyprus in our community but for anybody who wants to walk anywhere the whole goal though is donations to come into your scholarship fund and and my hope would be that anybody anywhere could walk any distance they can do they can roll whatever it might be a quarter mile 10 steps just that maybe on that day everybody does a little extra movement of some sort and and help encourage and bring in donations for the missing link. Yes, I love that. And I am so, so honored that you have found enough benefit and value and just results for yourself. I don't like using that word results, but, you know, improvements yeah. that you want others to be able to experience this too. I think it's so, so kind and generous of you. And I'm honored that you want to spread the word and, and share this. So, and we actually do have a website for it. So I can put the link for that in the show notes. So if anyone is interested uh, in helping with the fundraiser, you can just check that link out and donate there. To do the walks, you know, the MS Society is great. And then there was another association that doctor, my doctor recommended uh, another national organization where you could walk, raise money and donate it towards a walker or a wheelchair. So I was thinking about that, but what meant the closest and dearest and most to my heart 
was the gift that your program's given me. And, and to whatever degree people could find some improvement and encouragement in their life through your program, that's what my hope would be, that someone who might not otherwise have been able to access all of this can access it. So we're very excited about it. Yes. So excited. And thank you again so much. And thank you for sharing your story with us, your whole journey, really, and improvements that you've seen, what you've gone through. As I mentioned in the beginning, your story is so relatable. And I just love your attitude of not giving up, just do what you can, even if some days it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. If anyone takes anything out of this, talk that we are having right now. I hope it's that, you know, do something, do whatever you can do and keep moving forward. Yes. Here, here. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Gretchen for everything. Thank you. If you are wondering if the missing link is a good fit for you or not, and you're looking for more information, check out the show notes. I will put two links there for you. One link is a 13 minute video where you can look at a behind the scenes sneak peek of the program. So you can literally see exactly what is entailed in the program. And the second link that I will put in there is my website. So you can look through the website, see exactly what is included and see if it would be a good fit for you or not. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.